1: Lauren is twenty twenty-one. We are back in the studio. I'm excited. I feel like we always say that. We we we're batch back re- in the studio. <laughs> we're back in the studio. We always batch record. And so there are there are like months in between sometimes that, is that we actually record. That's true. Uh so just a little insight. Uh we change outfits to make it look like we uh we record on different days so we're professionals we're <laughs> professionals uh but uh yeah so this is uh this is a lot of fun i'm excited we are we're actually in. Jacob Carpenter is our producer today Say, what's up Jacob you can't really switch it out of the camera view if you're not watching right now there's Jacob you can see him <laughs> we got uh, the second camera kind of out of the studio yeah. we're trying some new it's 2021. we're just shaking it up it's pretty exciting it's very exciting lauren uh And uh, yeah, so we are going to be going through the trends of what we kind of see, you know, what the industry is saying is going to be the trends for 2021 when it comes to digital marketing, social media, podcasting, video marketing, uh, specifically, those are our kind of main topics that we talk about here on the show. And so I'm really excited to jump into those things. And they could be completely wrong. We could talk about them this month and everything changes next month. Uh, But it is one of those things that we try to at least do a lot of research on the back end is C for you guys so that way there, you know, some things that are that are coming up you you can be aware of. So I'm excited about several things we're going to okay. talk about. So, uh, but before we do that, we missed this the last time <laughs> yeah. we did an In the Know and, uh, we people several people like call us out. They're like, "You guys didn't do your uh, what are you obsessed with this week?" Well, have so, no fear.
0: We're doing it today. We're doing it. We <laughs>
1: may never skip again after that. We let you down. So sorry. Uh but yeah, okay. So uh Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week?
0: I am obsessed with Cobra Kai season mm. 3. Um so my husband uh randomly asked us to start way back when it had been out for quite a while, and he was like, why don't we try it? And I thought it sounded really stupid, and <laughs> I was like, sure, we'll we'll watch one while we fall asleep, and we got obsessed with it. It's really awesome. It's such a strange show uh, mm. because it, it rides this weird line of being super cheesy and unbelievable, but you love it, and it also has some deep heart in it, and okay. so I don't I can't tell you why we love it so much, but it's really good.
1: Are you a Karate Kid fan? Like no. did you grow up watching those? No. Okay. okay.
0: That's the thing. It's like I've seen pieces of it, I'm aware of it, but they have enough flashbacks that if you are not familiar with it, they include it and they tie oh, it in cool. really well. Because okay. I never saw the one where he goes to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know, but they focused that <laughs> on that one in season three. And I was like, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Um, but no, it's actually really, really good. We are finishing the finale probably to tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited to finish up season okay. three. Okay. So you should totally check out Cobra Kai. I
1: haven't even started it yet. You it's have on to, the list. Like I, I'm gonna love it, I know, because I there's so much nostalgia, which that's yes. the point of the show. But it's like trending number one right now on Netflix, yeah. which obviously they plug their own shows, but Sure. Um, it is interesting to see that, like, rise up, like, how it almost didn't come yeah. to be, so.
0: I think it's also interesting. It it really explores the notion of there are different kinds of bullies, and it really... Flips that on its
1: head. Interesting. I think Not it's just really the macho guy, tough guy. Yeah, oh, they talk okay. a lot about that. I think it's really cool. Nice, nice. Check okay, it out. so uh, this week I'm we we're talking some film stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we I we went into like hardcore quarantine, and so I have I watched basically a bunch of movies that I've wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Citizen Kane was always on that list. Oh my gosh! Just as somebody who's I, I never Rose took any Spank. kind of like. <laughs> I never took any, like, film review classes or courses. I, yeah. I was never. I was, like, very business major in college, and so I didn't do any kind of art stuff. And so everybody I know is like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to watch that. But,
0: everybody. I mean,
1: in the, in the like, film, like, cinematography world. If like, you
0: say your favorite film is Citizen oh, Kane, you are lying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's my favorite. I am going to say. So dull. It It is very dull. It was, it was one of those that I didn't know what to expect. I literally— I try to go into stuff like not knowing about it. So right. uh, it was uh, it was very interesting. But what came out of that, I can see now how a lot of, like, it has shaped so much of sure. film. Um, and just Orson Welles, like, his his whole style of directing and camera angles and just... Uh, he, he took some pretty bold, like, steps yep. back in that day. And so, anyway, that took me on the rabbit trail of Orson Welles in general. Like, I knew who he was or, like, of him, but I didn't really know in depth, so... Now I've watched, like, I think four documentaries. I've watched, like, two-hour YouTube, like, videos about Orson Welles interviews. Uh, He's just such an interesting guy. Yeah. he, He has, like, this sad but, like, amazing life. And most of those, like, artists and creative... Like, people who are crazy intelligent. I
0: think bleeds through into his movies, which are, like, these sad artistic movies. Yes,
1: absolutely. (laughs) Well, and then the last film that he was never able to finish, which was kind of, like, his last work. He had several that he didn't finish, but, like, one of the big ones was The Other Side of the Wind. Right. Which came out, they finished it in 2018. So they got all the footage. Like, there was some stuff with Iran, like, where he couldn't get footage from there. They had funded some of it. There was a—I mean, it's crazy. So anyway— Uh, I watched The Other Side of the Wind. I wouldn't recommend watching it with any children around. It is like 70s, like crazy. There's some nudity. There's some wacky, like psychedelic, like if you're super high, you're gonna love this movie. Uh, I'm not encouraging that, but I'm just saying, like, it is trippy. Uh, but it just I I it goes back to like the mockumentary too. Yeah. Like I mean. that, that kind of he kind of created that mm. before before that was even a thing. And so, like, The Office and Parks and Rec and some like shows that I hold dear are very mockumentary. Anyway, I don't need to keep going. I'm so sorry.
0: It's time to wrap it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get on it. I get going. What you
0: need to know about
1: Orson Welles today. I'm so, sorry. Today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wish you do a whole podcast episode on yes. that. I could just do that. That's cool. Um, all right. So, yes, if you're into film, definitely, if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, watch that. And then also, The yeah, Other Side of the Wind. I don't know how you
0: get through being into film and not understanding that's Orson so... Welles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
1: I'm late to the game. I'm okay with that. That's
0: okay. It's super
1: exciting to me.
0: I... Citizen Kane is so boring.
1: Yes. I will say, so if you are getting into video marketing and really trying to understand film and, like, telling a story, I would definitely, like, jump into that. So there's the resource. There you go. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it back around. We're making it happen. That's fair. Making it happen. Okay. All right. So we're going to jump in, though, to 2021 trends. And I don't think... Orson Wells is going to be a 2021 trend. No, you never know, definitely but not. could be. He could be one of those guys. But I'm excited to jump into what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um so are you kicking it off? You are. I am with social shopping.
0: Yeah, so just a real quick we we're talking about trends that you should Um, watch for in 2021. And um, we've done a lot of research on that and we'll provide all the links in the show notes. Um, But we're definitely looking at some predictions. And so we would be really interested also to see what your predictions are and what things that you think are going to take off as well. So make sure you comment and let us know what you think is going to be hopping for
1: 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this will, obviously, the conversation will continue. Yeah. Uh, so make sure that uh, you subscribe. Make sure that you're, especially on YouTube as well, put your put your uh, comments uh, down there about what you think, or even resources about what you think is going to be popular in 2021. So.
0: Yeah, and if there's something that we have not covered that you think is going to be coming up, let us know, and we might be able to do an episode on it.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we still have our uh, social What's the movie?
0: Oh, The Social Dilemma. The Social Dilemma.
1: We're gonna we're gonna man, we're just we're kinda putting stuff together for that one. We're week.
0: a little behind, but yeah, yeah we'll get anyway, it there.
1: We're gonna get there. Uh okay, so social shopping. I'm not gonna lie, I, I do not like social shopping. <laughs> I don't either. Okay, good. All right. You might like it. Tell us if you like it. We don't like it. Uh it's it's not it's it's just when I come across it in feeds and the only ones I've seen are things that I'm not interested in, right? And like so, makeup
0: lines? Like or,
1: makeup and jewelry. And like I, we, I have several friends on Facebook that like go, I mean, they're like two hours in and they're like showing different earrings. And like it's engaging. Like I see people sure. all the time, like women that are like, yeah, we'll take the blue ones. I'll take this size. Can I get this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very interactive. And the people that do it well, um, I only watch because I was like, this is intriguing to me. Anything mm-hmm. that's new and different is super intriguing to me. So, uh, yeah. So just them not, again, it's just something I'm not necessarily engaged with. And so I will say sure. that if there is an influencer who is maybe doing something it's almost like auctioning in the moment, at least with the sure. live videos. Uh, but I know there's a lot of different aspects to the social selling that can be can be really good.
0: Well and I think this kind of goes into um, brands um, like using their team um and having them be using the product in the office. That's part of also social shopping. It can be on QA with some of the creators. Yep. This is something we talked about. Um, one of the brands I follow um when I was had babies in my house, um, they did a lot of times of uh views of the their new products in the warehouse. And so they were like pulling them out of the box and kind of showing them. And it was like, you know, it's a warehouse. It wasn't pretty. But it was kind of cool because you felt like you're getting an insider look at some of the new products that was coming. Um, And you see, you know, their staff like surrounded by all the inventory working in it. It was actually really cool the Mm. way that they did it. Um, So I think there's a lot of like kind of with the social selling, there's that behind the scenes feel that they feel more connected to the brand and where it's coming from. Um, I think when you see social shopping, you think of MLMs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what we're talking about. Um, We're talking about bigger brands actually highlighting people. People, um, you know, even big celebrities on their lines have been going live and selling some of their products and everything and yeah. in wanting interaction on that. And that's really cool and very different. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it like you. I don't need to go live. I'd rather do it on my own time and whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's just something to be aware of if you're rolling out a product to think creatively, it's not just buy my product, really think about how to be intentional and even use influencers within that space.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and also the integration with Instagram and being able to do yes. shopping on Instagram. I, I, I've i said this before, too, is lowering the barriers for people to do business with you, like completely just try to make it as easy as possible. And so Instagram is doing that pretty well. Yeah. Um, We're obviously not in the e-commerce space, but uh, I do know if you can, if you can direct people back to your website, obviously that's where you want them to be. You can collect an email address and stuff like that. But, I mean, if somebody is the ease of use of just buying something straight from Instagram, like that is that is a real thing. Yeah. And people have I've heard even just personal stories of people saying, hey, I would never have purchased this. But because it just kept showing up in my feed, I kept getting more and more interested in it. And then finally, I just bought it and it was super easy to buy. Yeah. And so I think that that's a big one uh, that's going to be coming, too. And again, uh, my story of even like Amazon making it easy to do returns. Walmart's oh doing that as well. Like
0: Amazon is making it so easy.
1: Yeah. And well, and even I returned something in Walmart the other day that I went through the phone uh, because I was using Walmart Pay. Returned it through that. Walked up to the counter, basically gave it to them, and then they it refunded them on my phone. And I walked away, which is awesome. It was phenomenal. So it is one of those things I think is going to be um, very, very interesting coming in 2021. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of companies are having are being forced to push this because oh, yeah. of the virtual world that we live in. So
0: absolutely, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to be talking about UGC, which is user-generated content. Um, this is really popular, um, and it's being talked about um, because large brands are really shifting from doing these huge budget productions for these campaigns and switching to talking to their users and using their content, mm. which is really creative. It's a way to get people engaged. It's a way to connect with your communities. It, it's fantastic, and there's people that are doing it really creatively Um, So there's a lot of questions about how to do it right. And I think that's the big, I think that's the big question for me for 2021 is how can brands do this correctly? Um, Because they've even talked about creating templates and um, releasing some of the brand assets to your users to be able to make content, which, you know, there's questions on liability and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think that's minimal to what's going to
1: happen. That's that, that's that corporate control that I I fight against. Like, just people are out there already still in your logo, uh, right. not gonna lie. Like it's, it's super easy. So you being able to provide them with a high quality one is is and with it like using permission, like they're going to find it anyway. But anyway, I digress.
0: No, no, I think it's fine. Um. So an example I found from social media today highlighted a Buffalo Wild Wings, which I have not been there in a very long time, Um, is that Buffalo Wild Wings took this theory and ran with it. They created an ad made purely from UGC that showed real people creating made-up sports in their home. This was to reflect the fact that sports fans could no longer gather and watch their favorite teams in public places. The ad actually went from conception to completion in less than a week which, by the way, is crazy. crazy time. Yeah, um, and allowed customers to stay connected with the brand virtually when they were unable to in person. And so it's a really creative way they shared all these. I mean, there's kids like doing this weird golfing. Like. I remember
1: that. Yeah, it was
0: really cool, and it was a way for them to connect with their customers. It's a it makes their brand feel human. Yeah, um, and it's just a really cool. And the, I guarantee you that ad did super well. Yeah, um, oh, I fa- remember it. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it took them a week.
1: That's insane. But you
0: can't do that with a regular campaign.
1: Yeah. I don't know. In, but did it actually say that they reached out to people to, to get, get these or did they find these videos and then push? Well, right I don't there? know that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do that much research. Okay.
0: We can look into that. But uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm I'm assuming that when it says creating made up sports in their home, I'm assuming that they put a push out for it. All right, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something I, for me personally, like as a production person, mm-hmm. like I'm sure that that ad costs just so much less than a normal oh, production absolutely. ad that they would have to do that you don't connect with when it's like the typical like following the waitress to the table mm-hmm. and it's some... Roshkis like doing like hanging out like oh, I get some beer and some wings and like I don't connect with Love that. Love that impression. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really trying with that. But I mean this obviously has some like you said a human feel yeah. to it. So it's a win-win for everybody. Right. Um, because obviously it's going to be a win for the customer, a win for the people who are who are trying to produce it and also the mm-hmm. company who is probably struggling like to be able to actually have an ad that doesn't cost as much. Right. Um, but I mean that's huge.
0: Yeah. And I think now I saw it was a Facebook ad and it was clearly produced. It was not UGC. But, you know, their, their ads, when you look at them, are generally highly successful because they rarely ever show a phone or anything like that until the very end of the thing. Yeah. Of uh, the commercial. Um, and it's all focused on life being in the life and everything like that. And then at the very end, you see someone like push a button to post to Facebook and you're like, oh, it's a Facebook ad. You didn't even know. And I think that's part of like UGC is that it's capturing like in the life, using the product or at the store or whatever. And that's really hard, particularly in pandemic times. And I think that's why UGC is a great way to be creative about that as well.
1: Absolutely. That's what we're all about here. Road creators. Yeah. People doing cool stuff.
0: Really cool stuff.
1: Um, that's uh that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's for twenty twenty one, again, it's the question of how to do this right. And yeah. so I think that's what we're gonna be seeing. So thinking about if you are a brand and thinking about how can you add that into your social calendar? How can we maybe once a month start trying to do a UGC? um campaign. Yeah. Um and you could do it around a holiday, you could do it around a particular event or promotion that you're running and everything, but try it out and see how it goes for you.
1: Absolutely. I and even reaching out to people current clients, customers, whatever yeah. it is, saying, "Hey, take a snap of a photo of this if you don't mind or a video of you guys." We um we did that actually one of my favorite videos now is Robbie from Shopanova. Oh, course uh, she is. Yeah, so we sent this Onyx coffee, mm-hmm. and like he filmed this whole thing of them opening it up and talking about it, uh, which was really cool. And so it was one of those things that I think was uh, was pretty awesome to yeah. uh, to be able to kind of repost some of that stuff too. So, but anyway, all right, we are going to jump into increase in voice and visual search.
0: Whoa. Yes. Unpack that for <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I If you guys have listened to, uh, or watched the show before, you know that I'm a big fan of like voice search and, and obviously Gary Vee, who somebody, I, I appreciate his insights. Maybe not everything he does, but I appreciate his insights on kind of like futuristic thinking and what's coming down the line. Uh, voice search is definitely that. I mean, it's already happening. We're, it's here. Like my kids are already doing it. They're already talking about Alexa and, and like, like she's a person in our home and she tells us all the answers and so uh, when it comes to actual like audio seo though mm-hmm. that's going to be a big one that's going to be coming out and so being able to specifically do that in your podcast um, as well as uh, image search so we talked about even before we were getting on the recording uh, jacobs rocking some awesome doc martins which he doesn't know but i rocked those same doc martins back in 1998 uh i don't know what happened to those Anyway, we'll have to find them. But uh, if I wanted to, you know, relive my glory days in 1997 yeah. and take a photo of, I'm like, hey, I want those shoes, uh, that search uh, capability is out there, mm-hmm. right? And so if you are a brand who specifically sells products, you need to be very, very aware of that and make sure that your images are tagged correctly, everything is tagged. Like, this is where the world is moving yeah. in, that, in that search results. And so um, it's not just about having the correct copy on your website anymore. Yeah,
0: definitely not. Yeah, you're going to need to make sure that you're really fine-tuning your SEO. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for the image search particularly. You know, I'm not, you know, audio mean, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a complicated relationship.
1: So the, she's a podcaster that doesn't, doesn't like, like podcasts. podcasts.
0: Um, <laughs> but um, I'm excited. I mean, even Amazon pulling out, you know, for a lot of products now, you can just click a button and say, see it in your room and you can mm-hmm. put it in your room. And, you know, you can, you, you feel like you're, I know a lot of eyeglass things now you can try on that. The a reality stuff, So, there's a lot of things that are coming, and it's just preparing your brand for what's coming next rather than catching up on the back end when it's going to cause you a lot
1: of work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I always like to think your competitors are already doing this, yep, like absolutely keep that in your mind. Um, that you want to obviously beat them to market, and so yeah. it's a big deal. Um, but yeah, I, I think again. Specific, specifically the voice search, but then also YouTube as well. When yeah, I'm yeah. searching for something on YouTube, we have not done this with our videos, but it's something that is in the works for 2021. But being able to break it apart in specific. I love that. Um, yeah, it's I do so too. It's so handy. It's super handy. I don't have to watch a 10 minute video. I can see exactly mm-hmm. where the information that I need is is and it's broken down in the video itself and so that's part of the production of the video so if you're offering tips and tricks resources all of that make sure that you're separating out your video um on youtube to where it highlights that specific resource so i did that today on a photoshop question
0: oh yeah it was great i found it right where i needed it It came out of the top result it was like start at 321 i was like perfect
1: thank you Yep. Get out ahead of this because that's going to be a big, big thing, especially for 2021. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next thing which we love talking about, and we joke that I don't like podcasting, but I am all about being your biggest cheerleader for your podcast. Um, that podcast advertising is actually up. And so a lot of people are now beginning to see what people have been saying for a couple of years. Podcasts are a big deal. They're not going anywhere. There's more coming out. Um, and that you can actually monetize your podcast. Now you have to do it right. Yep, you can't yep. just be crazy about it. But there's a lot of companies that are monetizing their podcast by doing advertising. And people are a lot more interested in this space. And so if you have not explored this, on um, possibly getting your brand's advertisement on a podcast, or if you already have a podcast using commercials, you totally should. Yep. It's not difficult.
1: Mm, not um,
0: and I think it's a great... Great way to do it. Um, We've definitely, um, my husband and I, we definitely have actually tried products out that we listen to in a podcast advertisement. Um, I know it can be easy to skip the advertisements, but there's a ways around it and you still listen to it. Like when I'm doing the dishes, I don't stop
1: to skip the commercial. I still
0: hear about HelloFresh.
1: So. Or Squarespace, a great website. Our Casper Use, mattress. Oh, good grief! They, so, <laughs> I mean, but they're in my mind. The joke is, yeah, I mean, yeah, they have just they have advertised so much on podcasts, right. and and uh, there's nothing wrong. I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you have a podcast, you should definitely be monetizing that, and that's something that we're actually currently working with with several of our clients. Yeah. Is that is like how to do it, how to do it well, um, to make sure that the you know, are you going to do the voice read for it? Are you going to make sure that people know? Hey, this is an advertisement. Um, that it's not just a personal endorsement, like you are being paid to talk about that. There's, there's a lot of ways to do it to make sure to do it well. Um, one thing I've always appreciated is um, Gimlet Media. They do have done crazy cool ads where before it was like, yeah. I'm trying to think if it was Squarespace, where it was like they would call... Uh, one of the guys at that Squarespace office and uh, be able to actually talk to them. It's like interviewing people at the company. It wasn't talking about, hey, you should get a website. It was just literally like, let's call, call somebody at, at Squarespace and talk to them, which is so, such a different way of doing an yeah. advertisement. But you hear all of a sudden behind the scenes, all of a sudden it makes their company more human as well and sure. so uh, there's just a lot of really cool things that you can do with it but also uh, you've got an audience that you should be providing more resources to it's mutually beneficial um, I think I always err on the side of like well I don't necessarily want to like advertise or, or you know sure audience in general but um, if it's a great resource for you you absolutely should yeah. um, advertise your products first so if you're a business selling something you should definitely be running ads for yourself uh, but also bring in a sponsor yeah. um, they they Sponsors are looking, and it's going to be—it's yeah, yeah. it's a bigger thing. Again, we've had more conversations around this in Q4 of uh, oh 2020 goodness. about going yes. into actual podcast sponsorships. Um, and it's a great way to leverage the cost of producing a show itself, too. So,
0: yeah. All right, Brian. You're very excited about this one. Oh, uh, here we go. Tell us about Clubhouse. I'm, I'm. It sounded super creepy <laughs> <laughs> because it kind of has a creepy name.
1: <laughs> so it was funny. I was we we're in the office. I was asking uh, Charlotte. That's for you, So-cox. Daniel Stafford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I asked <laughs> if you guys need to check out Shopanova's podcast and just the intro of it. It's fantastic. The by the way, the show. e-commerce growth show. It is fantastic. Love those dudes. Uh, so yeah, we're sitting in the office and and Charlotte is across the way eating her food, and I was like, Hey, are you on Clubhouse? Because I'm trying to get I'm trying to get an invite into Clubhouse. I think this is not going to age well. By no, the way, not <laughs> Glad we're doing this in January. Um, for the record, Lauren keeps coughing. She's had a poor uh, cough for like six months. I have now. Strep.
0: I don't have COVID. If oh, it makes you feel better,
1: she's not contagious. though. we've already tested her. She's fine. She's good. Sorry to every. If you heard a cough out there, like these people are so irresponsible. <laughs> tell us about Clubhouse. We're negative. <laughs> Everybody's negative. Uh, yeah. So Clubhouse. So it's crazy because I asked Charlotte. I'm like, hey. Do you have and she's like, Yeah, I've got Clubhouse. I was like, Cool. And she's like, I was like, Can I get an invite? And she's like, I guess. She's talking about like her workout app. Yeah. She was like, I guess you can come work out. <laughs> it was it was hilarious in the moment. Uh but Clubhouse is a basically a voice only, an audio only social mm-hmm. media platform, uh to where you can jump into multiple conversations. You can kind of hear uh conversations happening back and forth in your industry, but also friends. So if you have a group of friends, you could guide, just kind of stay on kind of a group uh chat and call and stuff. And so so it's actually really cool. Again, Lauren <laughs> is twitching over here. Uh, myself, I again, I have not been able to uh, to get an invite. Me either. I did request. Yeah. So when I get one, if you guys want, I did get a new phone number, so now my contacts are even more limited.
0: That but I will nice.
1: send you. I will send you uh, an invite. But yeah, the only way to get in is if somebody's already in your phone contacts. Which I and think you is cool. Oh, get absolutely. invited
0: into the clubhouse. It's got you know. I see.
1: It. Oh yeah. I get. Are you I serious? get that. I mean, I'm making those connections <laughs> now. I'm making the connections. Okay. Um but in general, I mean, there's just some really cool things about it that again, it could completely fade out. Like some of the some of the uh, experts are kinda of saying, Hey, this will this will peak and then it will drop off. And I said um, that about TikTok too. That is true.
0: It is still around, I mean, much up. to my dismay.
1: Blowing up. Uh, but this is a way to, and I've seen other podcasters use this in the way of like having somewhat of a a group of people who are have access to your show. That's and fun. so it is one of those things of being able to actually set it up to where you can have uh, your own group of people, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, hey, lim- have limited access. Hey, we're going to be jumping on Clubhouse today at 7 o'clock. You know, jump on with us and we'll have a conversation around whatever. And that's so weird. <laughs> but it's just another way of connection. I I like that. Yeah, that uh, it's not made up. It's not a you know just a fake thing. Like you can actually hear somebody's voice. Yeah. Uh, in real time too. So anyway, yeah, some interesting things. I, Tell me all your thoughts about it, Lauren. I,
0: I you know it's just it's it's weird and different, but I I think. It's hitting at a point which we always want to talk about: is what is someone not doing? What problem is not being solved? Like you know, and so I think with the audio that is one piece of it, and I think Twitter's kind of tried to play around with a you know the audio piece of it, mm-hmm. um, and it just it, it kind Goodness. of fell flat, yeah. you know. Um, but I think an app that's like, hey, this is what it is, and you and the the exclusivity to it, I think, is really intriguing. Yeah. Um. So I think it, I think it's one to watch. I don't know if it will be around for forever. But we'll see. It could be something that becomes really cool.
1: Well, and it could be something that, you know, an Instagram or Facebook or, you know, Snapchat or somebody adopts as well to where it's like, okay, now we're all I mean, we see when we talked about last year about like uh, messenger rooms, like having rooms with your friends, you know, but it's that video side. And people always feel like even with me, I'm like, hey, I want to do that. But then I don't because I'm like, well, we're not in the setup, and yeah, I'm like, I feel like I mean, I'm, I'm I want lighting to be good, I want it to sound good. True, true. So then you you don't do it. But with this, it's kind of like, yeah, we can do a voice voice chat, and voice, you know, group <laughs> together. And so it's very interesting. So you have a good quote here. I want to read from social media examiner. Shout out to social media examiner 2020. Uh, most of all, clubhouse is finally bringing into social media, the factor, uh, other platforms largely ignored, which is audio while other platforms focus on visual and written media, such as captions, images, and videos. Clubhouse shifts the focus to an audio only format. Um, and again, I think, I think you're, Podcast lovers, you're people who are like myself. I love audio. And so I think that's why we're kind of jumping on, yeah. on the string. Again, I just want an invite. I want to be in the club. Maybe house. somebody will invite you. Maybe. Hey, give me. A sh- I'm going to tell you something. If you're on Clubhouse, you send me an invite, you get a free T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. We're just going to ship. T- we're giving out T-shirts, man. Everybody. Everybody get a T-shirt. Everybody. If you want two of them, we'll depend on I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. We'll figure out something. I just, I, it's just one of those things that like like when Gmail came out, I was dying for an invite for Gmail. I hated Hotmail all day. That, that, okay, that, that ages, ages me. That ages you
0: so much. You calm down.
1: <laughs> I was around in Juno days. That was my first email client. Yeah, people don't even know what that is. All
0: right, we're moving on. Dang it. All right. So check out Clubhouse. See if you can get an invite. Send an invite to Brian if you're already Please. on. Because he's excited.
1: I do have a new phone number. 2021 is coming up. All Daryl. I mean, Brian. Is for my office fans out there.
0: All right, so last but not least, um, this one's not (laughs) as sexy as Clubhouse, but... We are really encouraging brands, and this is going to be ever critical in 2021, um, to understand your social media policies and put them in place, um, mm. particularly of how to respond in a crisis. So no longer is it okay for if you're a large brand and there's something going on, um, particularly like, for instance, like the pandemic, or if there's something going on, um, a possible tragedy or something like yeah. that, um, it's not okay for you to stay silent. Um, and in it's important that your brand has procedures in place on what you respond to and how you do it. Um, It's totally okay. We're not saying that you should have, you know, side with some political party or anything like that. Um, But it being a human behind the brand, uh, responding correctly. And a lot of times the, when events like this obviously happen, Um, they're unexpected and it causes brands to scramble and they sometimes don't do a very good response that causes them to actually be in more hot water. But if you actually have procedures in place, is this how we respond? This is how we react to tragedies. These are the things that we post or simply we will not post these kind of things when this tragedy is occurring until 24 hours afterwards or whatever. Um, This will really help your brand um, just maintain that integrity as well as just that human connection. And it's going to be important. I think a lot of brands before didn't think this was important. And now it's actually critical. People want to know that you care about what's going on in the world. They want to know that you're a responsible consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're really looking to brands to have a higher level of accountability.
1: Yeah, and I think, first off, you're not going to do it right. You're not going to no. please everybody. And I think if you go in with that mentality, um, I mean, don't alienate people, obviously. But, right, right, But it is one of those things that, like you just kind of have to be aware. I'm I'm a people pleaser, so I want sure. everybody to be okay. And that's just, I think in times like these, 2020 has brought that out of oh, everybody. That, you just, that it's okay for us to have different opinions about things, right? right? right. And so as a brand, you try to take that more Neutral approach, but mm-hmm. also make a statement. Um, especially because again, people want to know what your opinion. I mean, we've been asked like <laughs> multiple times, like stances on different things. Sure. And some of our clients as well. Like uh, we manage some social media accounts, and so it's how do we do that well, Correct. and and have the core values of of the brand as well. Um, and try to really coach through that because it is very, very important. Uh, and I think it's, like you said, it's going to be even more important yep. going forward. So
0: yeah, um, have those procedures in place and make sure that your staff understand why you react the way that you do so they can communicate it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm it on a serious note.
0: Serious, but your social media has power mm. and it's important. And that's one of the reasons why we talk about creating awesome content because we want to connect with our audiences, but we don't want to connect for just marketing purposes.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That was cool. That was yeah, good. Yeah. That was a good wrap up. That was, that was, Thanks. That was Thanks. nice. I was wondering how you're going to, how you're going to salvage my, my last. Yeah, it was rough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to give a shout out. We were on Randy Wilburn's Woo! podcast, so he has some awesome shirts. I don't know if you guys see it up there. Anyway, uh, but it says get better, get 1% better every day. Yeah. And I I love, I love, I am Northwest Arkansas. It's a great podcast. Randy is a great host. We were able to uh, be on his show. He was on our show. Make sure you guys check out his episode as well. His um, episode,
0: which will be coming out in a couple weeks.
1: Yes. <laughs> I thought this one was coming out after that one. See, this is how we batch record on all the things. <laughs> uh, so it isn't, I, I just, again, he was featured, um, actually, I think, nwa today or good morning yeah. nwa there's been several people that have sponsored him and he, he deserves all that he's a yeah, great he guy um and really highlighting what's happening here in northwest arkansas and so yeah um i woke up this morning i got on the show i was like Man, i need to make sure to wear that for the podcast that's awesome yeah so anyway big shout out to randy make sure you guys go check him out um other than that make sure you guys subscribe get in uh get in our email list as well we got some resources there so hit up hit up the website gorogax.com um Slash podcast. There's all kinds of resources there that you guys can see. Everything we've talked about will be linked there. Uh Lauren and her awesome team are putting all that together. Um welcome Jacob behind the camera. Thanks so much producing it up today. We appreciate Jacob. And uh until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks. Are you ready for rapid fire? fire, fire are you fire, fire, fire. ready? Are you ready? These questions
0: come in direct from our content coordinator, Miss oh,
1: Ava. Miss Ava. <laughs> Here we go.
0: All right. How many times? This is this is a... Oh, goodness. I'm already nervous. <laughs> no. Uh, it's like when one of our guests were super nervous and then we are like, what's your favorite cake? Um, <laughs> How many times do you hit the snooze button?
1: Oh goodness! This morning was like seven times. Oh gosh, it was so many. That's terrible. It is terrible. And then it it felt like it just kept popping back up again. And mm. by that time, I'm a, I got, I'm awake, but it's almost out of spite. But I'm just like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to get up. And then I just lay there awake. I'm oh. Like, all right, I might as well get up. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I have <laughs> I have feelings. You have feelings. It's <laughs> good. What about you?
0: Uh and- if one, that's pretty. I normally oh, like,
1: doesn't surprise me.
0: Roll right out. Well, also my husband gets really mad if it buzzes. I, right now it's bird sounds, which is really <laughs> annoying, and so it's like all of a sudden you have birds erupting out of. All these things. And my iPad is connected to and I need to turn it off. So you have birds coming from two locations oh, in our room. Oh, nice. a surround
1: sound. Like birds are in your room. Yeah, it sounds horrible.
0: Um, so I just, it's kind of also, I don't want to hear that sound again.
1: <laughs> that is, that is hard. Like don't ever, yeah, don't pick a sound that you like no. for your alarm because then you'll just, you'll grow to, to hate it. Yeah. Alex is with her, her, she wears her Apple Watch to bed and then like it buzzes. That wakes me up. It's like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh turn off your like she doesn't wake up for anything I wake up for everything so okay all right there we go
0: <laughs> okay when it comes to music oh gosh are you more about that beat mm. or the lyrics
1: bro drop that fat beat oh. oh I know me and Devin in the back on Sunday mornings at church I'm like I'm all about that fat beat here it comes on the bumper <laughs> And I love it. It sounds oh. hilarious. We have a really cool church for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I push the envelope up a little bit sometimes with our music choices and. I startle people, the- and <laughs> I do. I do like to. I like to wake them up a little bit. Hey, you know what? About to about to drop some knowledge on you from the Bible. Oh Here it is, coming at you with a fat bass line.
0: Um,
1: Are you about lyrics.
0: Uh, no, I'm about the beat. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I mean, I think lyrics are super important, but a lot of times I, it's after I really love the beat that I'm actually like acknowledging okay. the lyrics, which is kind of sometimes sad because sometimes I've had a few uh, songs that I'm like, oh, no, that's yeah. what it's about.
1: <laughs> yeah. We did that with Thunderstruck with our kids. Our kid, I was like, yeah, here's Thunderstruck. It's oh, that's awesome. And then I was like, never listen to the lyrics. Yeah. And then I looked up the lyrics. I was like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness going to church today <laughs> <laughs> For real? oh that was that was good yeah. okay yeah. okay Ava that's good that's again. good all right we're out Houston, uh Tanguality Base here the
0: eagle has landed